This podcast is brought to you by Kobe Sports. Kobe Sports supply top quality, personalized sportswear for teams, clubs, and schools. Kobe Sports have excellent package deals available. For more information, visit their website, kobesports.com, or follow them on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Joined now by Willie Mayer to look ahead to the opening round of the National Alliance Hurling League. Before we get into that, Willie, um, there's no better place to start really uh, in the first few minutes than a Pauly Mayer tribute. Um, played with Tipperary since 2009. I presume as a tip man, he does go down as one of the Tipperary greats for you. Yeah, no, 100%. He is, uh, or was at this stage, he is uh, was a, a fantastic player. Uh, six All-Stars, with three All-Irelands, uh, captain tipped to the under-21 in 2010. Just look, I think that the, the big, the greatest record, and we're talking it off air there, hasn't missed a championship minute since 09. Like, that's absolutely unbelievable stuff in the modern era for a guy. Just he was never injured, so it was Mr. Consistency. He was top class, he was a great fella, and uh, he might, he's going to leave a massive hole in the Tiberi defense uh, for the years to come. His hits are really doing um, the rounds on social media, but there's another image as well against Waterford where he loses his hurley. Just them iconic moments and maybe that kind of defending that we're not seeing all the time in the game now, them throwbacks just, I suppose, show the character Paddy was. Yeah, no, like some of the pictures going around. I saw another one there, I don't know, did you see the, the one in, against Ballier down the Munster Championship in, in Cusick Park? And uh, one of the Ballier defenders threw up the ball and struck it and literally broke a hurl off his shoulder and he didn't flinch. It was just unbelievable stuff. I'll just tell you that I suppose the power uh, that he had developed over the years through, through a lot of hard work. So, look, uh, he's an amazing individual, an amazing player for Tipperary, and uh, he's going to be sadly lost. Is he the greatest defender to play for Tipperary? Again, I suppose you'd always be you'd always question it. Uh, different generations would have different uh, different uh, ideas on that. And you, you go back to the I suppose the sixties in, in Tipperary and the, the defenders that played at that time, lads, would say, "Oh no, there was no one better than them." But I look uh, in my lifetime, he was absolutely the best. He was uh, he could play at three or six, uh, so comfortable on the ball, so powerful. Uh, when the pressure was on in matches, he didn't want to puck the ball down the top of his head. Uh, the point he got in 16 over Walter Walsh at the end of the All Ireland uh, to push his to push his home was you know a, a, a big nail in the in the Kilkenny coffin and there was loads you you can you can think of so many different plays that he made over the years on top of as you said the the, the swashbuckling defending the big hits but he was a brilliant hurler as well and I think uh, yeah I, I actually and going back to probably in my opinion probably one of his greatest matches was the 09 League final inside in Thurles when he. He stood in on Henry Shefflin and uh, he was 19. Uh, I don't even know if he was on the programme that day, but he was just, he was immense. He was he was brilliant. He pushed us to the brink of winning that day and uh, probably only for the brilliance of Richie Hogan on the other side, uh, they caught us an extra time. But I, I think, look, an, an amazing player and, and to do that from, from 19 years of age to, to now uh, is testament to the man he is and the, the family he comes from and he's a top man, like, you know. We'll obviously touch on how much of a loss he is going to be on Tipperary and we do look forward to the game against Leash and 
get into the National um, Hurling League Round 1 preview. Obviously, what's central now is the Fitzgibbon Cup. For you, will managers be taking note of the players who are standing up in the Fitzgibbon Cup at the moment? Yeah, it's 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 just such a hard one to know. And I think we discussed it even last week when we were discussing it with, with so much activity going on. It's very difficult to, to, to judge players because some of the players are playing Welsh Cup or, or uh, Munster League on, on a Sunday or, or, or playing a challenge match with their counties. It's very difficult to for county managers to or for players to to, to keep stepping up. I'm just after stepping off. I watched the DCU uh, Carlo match there uh, this evening. And like uh, the whole DCU team was, was nearly inter-county as was a good few of the Carlo boys were as well and Carlo got a draw and, and knocked DCU out but like it's it's just a very difficult time for for, for these young players and uh, again being involved with Venice Bridge and I, I met a few lads the weekend they were they were training with Kilkenny they were playing with DCU tonight like it's it's it's, it's a tough schedule and to answer your question do managers watch it uh, yes they do but it's a uh, you don't know what training the, the boys did on on Sunday or Monday or Tuesday and they're, they're playing a match tonight and I'm sure they're probably going back training Thursday or Friday with their counties again. So a uh, very difficult position to be in. And uh, look, it's a great competition. I, I'm a big fan of it. Uh, but again, I, I think there's probably there's probably a better place to, to play it in the year to, to, to allow uh, counties prepare properly for, for National League, which starts the weekend. There's people even talking in relation to the Sigerson and um, Fitzgibbon. We're seeing players be... I'd say it's nearly five, six nights a week now with Everton um, when you consider all the different crossovers. Should managers be letting these players go off and play their fits? Because realistically, it's going to be over in the next week or two. But then the majority of these squads contain Fitzgibbon players. Yeah, I, but I think it goes back to the to, to the age old thing. The inter county managers in position. Barrier Brian Cody, who's there for his twenty whatever year it is, uh, everybody else is in is in position a shorter period of time, and they're judged on results now next week. They're judged on on championships, so they want to prepare the players in, as best they can. So it's a difficult place for an inter county manager to be as regards to to release players when the national league is starting at the weekend. So I just think it's a system problem. I think possibly look pushed if it's given before Christmas, try to make it more attractive to to guys playing maybe. Friday night lights, uh, big stadiums uh, allowed them to, to to really enjoy their hurling coming into Christmas, rather than the situation it is now, where they're as you said they're they're going six, seven, eight, six, seven nights a week, uh, but that could be eight or nine sessions. So it's 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 a really really difficult place to be, and I think uh, all you need is uh, to pick up an injury and 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 you, and you miss the whole lot, and and God forbid someone picks up a knock tonight, uh, they can't play national league the weekend if their if their county manager uh, wants them to. Yeah, even in the football. Um... From last night, Tommy Conroy is now up for the year for Mayo. He's done a cruciate, but okay. Look, looking towards the National Hurling League, um, it's hard to believe. But when you look at these games and you say the five games, and then it's semi-final or final, and then after that, it's round robin. After that, you're into the round robin. Like this year is going to fly by. So, do you think we're going to maybe see? a different league to last year because maybe in some games last year it did feel like a bit of shadow boxing but you feel like for every team apart from Limerick they need a good league everyone needs a good league and you, and you need to build momentum you need to find players to see can you can the personnel play in the in, in the way you want to play them uh, or the way you want to play the game as a, a, a as a manager as regards what, you, what way you want to set up 
uh, yeah, look, I'm. Uh, it's 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 going to be shotgun. It's going to be really really quick. It's going to be momentum is going to be a big thing here because you know you you get a defeat or two early on, uh, the air kind of goes out of your tires in the league. Uh, lads will say, oh yeah, no, we're getting ready for the championship, but it's very difficult to pick it up mentally. Uh, so I, I think yeah, it'll, it, it'll it's going to prove uh, very exciting for I suppose supporters to to to, to see games, uh, teams build momentum. Uh, will will go a long way but i i think confidence is a big thing and particularly when you're going against limerick which is such a tried and tested system like they're 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 they're, they're like the kenny i suppose LF 10 years ago 15 years ago where confidence was a huge thing they knew if they turned up on the day they'd win the match and limerick are at that stage now so i think uh for for all the other contenders it's uh it's about finding players in the next couple of weeks while winning matches and building momentum do you believe maybe for like you referenced there um in relation to the league, do you feel maybe some of these teams can't just say turn it on whenever you want to? But you're looking at Galway last year, they had a fantastic league and then just faded in championship. Yeah, and like, uh, uh, yeah, definitely. I think Galway were probably the, the, they didn't play well against Dublin that day. They started very well and went for a lot of goals on, on recollection. Didn't get those scores. Dublin came back into it. And as we mentioned last week, Dublin are, you know, they're, they're a good side that are probably underrated and they, they had a big win last weekend. But I think, yeah, it, it's, it's, it depends. Yeah, it depends how, how, how a team builds that momentum. And uh, Galway, yeah, had a good league last year, but ultimately came a cropper in that Leinster semi final. And I think, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see again the momentum the teams are building over the next couple of weeks. And, and I suppose finding new players then is a, is a, is a really, very really big piece too for, for, for counties. Uh, Limerick have again proved they're six or seven points better than everybody else. And it's up to others to find players that are, that are capable of, of, of stepping up to the mark for their counties. Then just um, if we're to have a look at 1A, it consists of Cork, Clare, Wexford, Limerick, Galway, Offaly. If we're to have a look at that game on Saturday night, it's between Cork and Clare. Um, news breaking during the week that Aidan McCarthy is going to be out for the year for Clare. Tony Kelly is not going to take part in this league. So Brian Lohan, fair to say, he's going to be under pressure straight away with his squad just with the absentees of two key players. Yeah, I, I think two key players there. Yes. Uh, again, it will be interesting to see can, can can they find players to step up. Players seem to, to stabilise last year. If you reflect on the season now, they they they, they I suppose had a had a had a decent season uh, after I suppose a, a, a turbulent spell in probably the year before and everything else going on off the field. But I think uh, yeah, it's it, it, it's a it's a big night for Clare. I think probably the probably the worst team they, they could play possibly would be Cork in this situation, who are again. Uh, looking to build momentum, looking to bed new players in. It'll be interesting to see the team they pick as regards with the 221 teams coming now to see how many players actually come through uh, and are fit to come through, I suppose, after Fitzgibbon campaigns with probably UCC and other, other teams, uh, CIT as well. So I think, yeah, it'll be it'll be a cracker of a match, but I think it's the one team that probably Clare don't want to play, uh, a hungry Cork team that are, again, fighting for an identity at the moment, trying to find a way that they can, uh, they can win the match. For Clare... Would you keep John Collin at centre-back? Do you think it worked? Uh, I suppose depending on... Like, Peter Duggan is back, so that takes a, a more burden off uh, John Conlon. Uh, John Conlon is a, is, a, is a brilliant striker of the ball. He's a very, I suppose, big athletic player. 
look, it's it's isn't it that kind of if you 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 you're 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 under pressure if you do and you're under pressure if you don't. If you had two of them, you play one maybe centre back and one centre forward or full forward. But it's uh yeah, he he played very very well there last year. And again, uh, Claire had a had a had a decent campaign, and he's uh yeah, I think with Peter Duggan back and probably Tony Kelly back. I know he's injured at the moment, but it, they they could have something that. Uh, that yeah, I, I think they probably do. They probably possibly do need them there. David McEnany was moved around the place. Do you think to maybe solve it? They seem to maybe be changing their tree a lot. And like, if you look nearly as far back as twenty thirteen from the outside, it looks like David McEnany's best position is fullback. Yeah, look, David, you know, is a, is, a, is, a, is a hugely big, athletic, physical player that's that's able to hurl, and you'd imagine he would have slotted in there. But I suppose it asked the question, why didn't he? And that's the that's the that's the big piece here. Connor Cleary has played well in you know in the, in the last couple of years, and like he started primarily as a centre back. I think he was a centre back in the minor final in thirteen against us, or in twelve. So it's that they have three or four big players and every team is trying to build that this was defensive unit and with 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 Cleary with McInerney with uh Conlon and, uh, and 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 I think Dermot Ryan was wing back last year as well so like they have a lot of big athletic players to to slot into that defensive unit and I know Aidan McCarthy as you said is injured but I like it's 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 possibly yeah the, 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 they seem to be in good shape when you do dissect it like that and you you, you see they have four or five really as a big athletic hurlers that can play in the backs is a worry. I don't want to get into it too much though, because it was preseason. But realistically, they lost to a second-string Limerick team comfortably in the Munster Hurling uh, League final. Obviously, I they didn't. They weren't at full strength, but still, they had the majority of their players, and Limerick were missing a few key players. Yeah, but again, I think it's testament to Limerick's system. Limerick's uh, younger players, we mentioned a couple of, like, in, in the last couple of weeks, again, they have four or five ready-made replacements coming now uh, to slot into their system and to, I suppose, playing with, with confidence, knowing that if they can potentially make this Limerick team, that you know they, they, they have a fantastic chance of winning an All-Ireland medal as, as, as a player. So I think that they, they've probably built a very competitive environment there at the moment. I think... Uh, yeah, they, like, yeah, I know what you're saying. It's a, it's a second string team, but when you look you again, you've Richie English who was out uh, starring uh, the last day. Like, he, he's a top class player, and Barr, he doing his cruciate two years ago, he would have been, uh, I suppose, on the team, and uh, it wouldn't have allowed other guys to, to slot in. So they have a very competitive panel. They, they they know who their players are, which is a really really big thing. They know who the next man up is. Who again, a very very big thing, and. Uh, I think, look, uh, we, we've discussed it at length over the last couple of weeks that they're the team to beat. And I think, uh, yeah, Clare probably looked at that match to do something they didn't. And uh, everything is now on, on this weekend. And it's, an, it's going to be intriguing to see Cork. Um, it's a young side overall now when you look at it. Owen Cadigan and Bill Cooper um, have retired. Um and then you're looking, Declan Dalton looks like he's going to be out for a while. Alan Connolly looks like he's going to be out for a while. Niall Cashman. But the reaction of, I suppose, the All-Ireland final, we haven't seen them in action. They didn't take part in the Munster Hurling League. But how are these court players going to react to a big defeat um, by Limerick uh, last summer? 
Yeah, and it, it certainly was because even going into the All Ireland, they, I suppose, the country was willing some sort of chance to or some sort of comp, uh, competitive battle to happen, and it didn't. It did for fifteen minutes, but uh, like Limerick White before them, so it's. Uh, I think it's like it's it's probably back to not back to basics to Cork, but it's 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 finding a new weight for Cork. I think uh, again, Pat Mulcahy joining the the management team has uh, will give them, I suppose, more tactical nous than they probably had last year. An understanding of uh, a greater understanding, maybe, of how the the modern game uh, is is played. Just a few players that would have played under him in CIT would would rave about the the quality of the sessions and the quality of the setup and the quality of of everything that was that that was being put uh, forward for for Fitzgibbon players there. So I think. That, that that will be an interesting addition to, to their team uh, management team. I also think, look, with, with all the the players that they have now, and like I know they've won the last two hundred twenty All Irelands, albeit in I suppose COVID times and and everything else. But like the the two teams that the Tipperary beat uh, in the in the two All Irelands previously, uh, they were top teams as well. So they have four or five teams now coming. They have a lot. The, their minor team was exceptional last year as well. So there's the, the conveyor belt has started to push on now, and it'll be interesting to see how these newer, younger players are integrated into the team because uh, I think at the All-Ireland last year, I think it was Don Cadigan and uh, Damien Cahillan started midfield at the, in the second half against Limerick. And mm-hmm. I, I think, look, for, for, that's probably a change in the guard now and, and, and they'll, they'll push forward two of their younger players uh, to take those positions. And I think, uh, yeah, it'll, it'll be exciting times for, for Cork Hurling in fairness. Like, they, they, they've been they've been away far too long and I think it's uh, it's it'll be interesting to see how they, how they I suppose plot and uh, and plan to, to to get to get back to the top table. You mentioned midfield there, um, and it's maybe an area Cork have tried to find players. Um, Darfurt's given is obviously a huge player, and going by his own standards, maybe last year was one of his quieter years, but. We've seen in years previous he's been an outstanding hurler, but they have maybe tried to push him into an 11 position. Luke Mead's been there for a while. Is there any new players you can feel that can go into that midfield or do you think they're going to go with a Fitzgibbon and a Mead? I think they'll probably go with a Fitzgibbon and a Mead or, or that type of player because... In contradiction to what I what I said there, like it would say, yes, it'll be it'll be important to to push new players in, but the gap between, like I suppose, going from from county under twenty to to, to county senior now is 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 vast, and unless you know you're the you're the the superstar player of of that particular age group, you're you're not going to make the the breakthrough. So I think it'll be somebody. Or somebody that, that they that will make it will be someone that maybe that's on the panel for the last year or two, learning his trade, getting physically stronger, conditioning himself to to play in these big matches and understand again what Kieran Kingston and the the management team want, how they want to play. Because again, it's uh, with Pat Ryan under twenty that that a really really good and uh, simple way of of playing the game. They were they were very uh, well conditioned, and uh, it'll be interesting to see just how much. Uh, influence those under twenties have, but I don't know will anyone anyone break into the team. I suppose I'm not close enough to to see what's happening in the last six months within those internal matches and to see where physically uh, players are at. Conor Lanans an interesting one this year. Um, he's returned to the setup. Do you think it's going to be more of an impact role for Lanans, or can he get himself into this? Yeah, I, I, I don't know to be honest. I, I I thought it showed great bravery from the management uh, to go back from as regards. He played very very well in the in the Cork Championship. Uh, 
we played him in a challenge match in Dungarvan one night, and he, he like it just he's he's a really top. I he's, uh, I think he's a really really good player, and I think uh, Cork probably didn't have better than him on, on the squad last year. Look, it'll be interesting to see wh- where he slots, uh, if he slots, and, and and what role he's given. But he on his day, he's a he's he's a top player, and I think it's up to. I suppose him, yes, to get himself right, but for for management to have to have the confidence in him to to to, to give them, uh, I suppose, a chance to 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 play uh, something that 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 you know that 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 suits him. Like he's not a man that's going to stand under puckouts and and win them. He's you know he's he, I suppose he's a very modern type player, and maybe he could be a guy to push into midfield because he's he's boy he's a brilliant hurler and he's well able to play. He's he's able to get around the field. Uh, he's built for probably summer hurling as opposed to you, you look at uh, Middleton playing Kilmallock in the Gaelic grounds this year when the, the ground got a, got a bit rougher when it got a bit slower Middleton were completely stopped in their tracks by Kilmallock and it's not the reason that Kilmallock won but Kilmallock won the match so well that I, I, I would put that that heavy ground and the difference between a Limerick and maybe a Crow Park or a, or a Parky Keeve is is, is 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 massive and I, I just think probably he's a summertime hurler and uh, it'll be interesting to see how he gets on uh, in the year to come. We reference midfield there. Does a midfield pairing really matter, do you feel, as a manager now with the way the middle third is going in the game? Uh, like I suppose everywhere matters and that's the, the, the that's about, but it probably matters less as regards like or ma- matters less probably in the traditional game. So if like if you're poking balls long into a half forward line, it definitely matters a lot less because the ball is is going over that midfielder's uh, head. But at the same time, you will need a midfielder that's able to, I suppose, receive and be that link man. It, like you know, you hear your team is playing through the lines. The, the midfield, the two midfielders are are central to that as regards being outlets, running off the shoulder. It's a completely different skill set to when you know tw- twenty years ago when you had maybe two. Uh, lads flying around and just trying to get onto the brakes and in puck outs and 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 literally ball sometimes even down top of their heads so they, they, they had they had to win puck outs so it was a, a completely different uh, game so i think the skill sets are, are really difficult and that's just even when we discuss connor lahan there look really really good hands really well able to get around the place uh Maybe he's the man to, to 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 slot in there, but something like that, everybody has to be able to play now, and that's the again the bottom line with with modern hurling that you won't get away with, you know, maybe go a big fella and a small fella midfield and and you know one lad to break it up or whatever else. That day is 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 way gone. You look at the Limerick dynamic of of Will O'Donoghue and Dara Donovan, like you know two very different types of players, but doing essentially the same job, getting up and down the field, getting on the end, getting on getting on people's shoulders a lot of the time, getting to the break and uh. God forbid if, if if they get a chance or two they're going to bang it over the bar or, or do something correct with it so it's 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 a different skill set as I said but it's uh yeah everybody needs to be able to hurl now that's the that's the bottom line and you, you won't get away with with guys that are substandard strikers or substandard athletes because uh, there's no room to hide anymore. With this um, Cork and Clare game to open the league uh, in Porky Cueve, who do you think can come out on top in this one? Uh, Cork. I'll be. I, I, it's just. I, I suppose when, when you do when you do break it down, uh, I think they probably have a little bit more uh, quality. Uh, saying that, and again, I'm, I'm I'm the man of full. I'm full of contradictions tonight. But you know, at the end of that match in 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 Gaelic Grounds last year in the Championship, Clare coming at Cork, like there was nothing between it. So, and I know that that that's both teams at at, at full tilt at full tilt. But I just fancy Cork. Cork at home. Uh, Playing the game that uh, that they want to play, fast, uh, slick on the nice surface of Porky Cueve, I think uh, I think Cork by six. 
we'll focus on one A for now and then move on to one B. Um, Wexford host All Ireland champions um, Limerick in Sunday uh, in Wexford Park at one forty five. A lot of Wexford supporters, supporters were probably saying it's time um, to switch styles. Um, it looked like I didn't see the Walsh Cup game now, but going by reports. They did put more, more bodies forward. They committed to these one-on-one battles and they were slaughtered by Dublin, it's fair to say. Yeah, I think uh, 229 to 19 points is a, is, is a fair beating in Crow Park. Uh, particularly, I suppose, after the week before when they, I think they went 225 each against Kilkenny in, in Welsh Park or in Wexford Park. I, I think there was a lot of optimism going to Crow Park for, for Wexford supporters on Sunday to, to see, again, see uh, essentially a new way of playing because uh, Dara and the management team have uh, have pushed the team on as regards post-Davy to to try to play the game that I suppose the Wexford supporters want but the question is are they able to play it and on last Sunday's evidence no and they're not able to play it so it's uh, I think it's a really really big match this weekend. Uh, Wexford Park is a fantastic place to go, huge atmosphere, uh, there'll be a big crowd there. I think uh, yeah, it, it could be. Uh, it could give Wexford the kicking they needed from last weekend. They thought they probably were going well. They found out they weren't. Uh, maybe yeah. Th- th- this weekend will be will be very interesting. Again, Limerick, as we discussed earlier, are you know Limerick are the benchmark. Limerick will show up every day, and if if the opposition don't, Limerick will, are, are you know they're they're capable of cutting loose. So it'll be a really interesting match, and I think uh, it'll be a, yeah, it'll be a, it'll be. Yeah, you'll have to fancy Limerick to, to to pull it off, but I think uh, Wexford have to be brave and have to stick with what they're doing to to seek and to develop a way of playing because ultimately the 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 way they were playing before didn't work. Uh, I know they came within a hair's breadth of of getting to an All Ireland final, but uh, they didn't, and and it's about getting over the line. And I think uh, it will be it, it'll be a it'll be a, it'll be a good match uh, on the weekend. And uh, I think yeah, Limerick will win, but I think it'll be uh, Lim- or Wexford have to be brave and continue what they're doing. The styles, it can obviously be hard to switch over to this style, maybe of a bit more of a free-flowing game, but do the Wexford management have to look at it in one way and say it's it's ingrained in a lot of these players and maybe it's going to be a hard system to get out of these Wexford players, but like Everton, this system is going to take time. It's, It's not going to be perfect, but... The league, these five games are no better way to develop maybe even a, a balance of maybe those sort of systems in between. Yeah, uh, yes, uh, is the, I suppose the, the answer to the question. They, they, they have to just to, to stick with what they're doing. I think the, the, the goal teams are looking to, particularly after playing with a sweeper for so long and it being so ingrained, is just trying to, I suppose, come out and be able to come out mid-game or mid-play that you have a fluidity in your play that and players are confident enough to to step out and you, you don't have a guy sitting on the edge of the D all the match and him essentially being redundant when you're playing a good team because they'll just play around that that that, that player. So I think, uh, yes, it, 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 the next few weeks will be massive. I think the, 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 the league... I suppose it depends what what you want to get out of the the, the league, and and that's that that that's a really really big point. We discussed momentum at the start of the thing. Like, do Wexford need momentum? I don't know. I think Wexford need to to, to to become more more fluid in how they play, and they need to use the five matches to say, look, okay, we're we're coming out of a system. It, there's going to be a lot of teething problems here because guys are, are are so used to a certain way of playing. But we have to be brave here. We have to keep playing. I suppose like ultimately the the, the supporters want them to play, which is you know that that. 
that that traditional Wexford style of you know real energy heart in a in, in, in a measured way. And I think it'll be uh, yeah, I, I'm. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm excited about about this weekend because it, it is a it is a I suppose Limerick are the ultimate team to, to be that to be that fluid and to be able to to play Declan Hannan on the edge of the day, but D and let him be able to slot out then and play, and then everyone just pushes together and it's a it's a it's 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 very refined at this stage where where Wexford aren't, and I think uh, yeah it'll uh, it'll be it'll be a good match the weekend. Is that something teams need to do this year and go after Hannan? Do you feel? Yeah, it's uh, but again, it's isn't it, it, like it's 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 like the the All Blacks a couple of years ago. Everyone knew that Richie McCaw was the main man and Dan Carter and, and, and these fellas, and everyone knew what was happening, but they weren't able to to, to come up with something. And similar to that, with with, with the way Limerick have been so, as dominant three out of the last four years, that uh, they are like teams say, yeah, take out Declan Hannon, but it's it, as I said it's easier it's easier said than done. He's so comfortable in the ball, as are all the players around him. So it's not a case of before where you put someone on him to to, to isolate him or, or 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 like he's trying to essentially he's isolating himself and he's uh he's that quarterback in that slot uh from the D and pushing up and and being so comfortable setting up attacks, scoring points and uh generally yeah it's it's the easy thing to say is yeah we'll go after him but I think it's a He's part of a system which is very difficult to 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 tackle. It's it's easy to take out one guy, but uh, the system the system will they have such a good system that it's that is rigged to win all the time. When you're looking at teams downfall, I think one of the biggest, I suppose, evidence last year in a game, Waterford come out thundering, tearing into Limerick first fifteen minutes, bringing intensity that we haven't seen many teams bring to Limerick, but is it just teams haven't been able to sustain intensity to match Limerick for 70 minutes? Is that the biggest downfall for you, for teams that have played Limerick? Yeah, but I think see, you can't run a team on emotion. You can, you can, you know yourself. You can, you can, you can, you can do all the the, the firing up, and you can, I suppose, traditionally uh, bang tables and break tables and break hurlies or whatever you need to do. But like that emotion is. Uh, is very limited, so it's uh you know like like, like what Limerick did or from what Waterford did, and it looked like yeah th- this is going to happen, but like it was after whatever twenty after the second water break after the first water break the thing was over and it was it was the most amazing as regards turnaround in that turnaround, but it was the most amazing uh, flip of a, of of a match where intensity was high, Waterford were getting into him. You're kind of going to yourself, geez, this this, this could happen today, but uh, Limerick system ultimately won. I I do think probably Waterford are best place to to go at, uh, and Liam would have learned an awful lot out of what happened last year in that match, and I suppose the need for for maybe one or two more quality players around the field. And and I, I I've been hearing that they've been looking at a lot of players in Waterford to, to try to find those guys. So I I think it will be. Uh, the intensity piece is, is, is as I said, is limited. It, you, you can't run a team or over a season or a match on on intensity. You have to have a structure or a way of playing, and I think uh, that's where that's where Limerick are, are are separated from the rest. John Kylie, you feel a lot of these fringe players. He's talked about them, and he said it's up to these players to get on the team. You feel he's going to try and find a few more players in this league and. Play a lot of these fringe players onto the certain fifteen. Yeah, I think he, he he's in the position where he just he, he he's looking for championship now. He's looking. Yes, they want to win every match and win another league title and win all the titles that are there. But at the same time, I think 
with some of the the younger players that are coming, some of the the players that you know have been touched and fringe players, the David Reedies, the the. You, these guys that are that that are they're kind of touching the team like he's given them all an opportunity he he's looking to find guys to to slot in he's like you, you look at Seamus Flanagan on and off the team the last year or two uh, Peter Casey even on and off the team like the, the, you know there's a lot of quality there they had 17 or 18 really good guys now they're I suppose he's looking to, to build that squad and to to really with Richie English coming back into the fold now from injury now he's he's a choice to make do I stay with Dan Marcy do I go Richie English fullback Sean Finn like this so Barry Nash you have so much quality there and uh, he's in a very fortunate position. He's look, he, he's using the league to, to tweak his system, to tweak his players, and 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 to get them to a place that uh, that they're they're hungry for the championship again for for the monster round Roman, which will which will come hot on the heels of five league matches in the next while. Do you think maybe for the first round or two we mightn't see some of Limerick at maybe full strength? Like I don't expect Keane Lynch. To play this weekend, given that he's playing Fitzgibbon, and given that Limerick are trying to find players, yeah, I think Limerick are in a, again in that fortunate position where they don't have to to play the key ninjas of this world. Who he said played played Fitzgibbon today in the last three weeks or the last two weeks, so they're 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 in a fortunate position there. But I think look, the, any players that, that that get the Limerick jersey now. Uh, are looking to hold on to it. They're, 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 any guys that were in around the panel for the last three or four years after seeing, if they're not making the team, they're kind of going, okay, I want to be part of this now. Uh, breaking into that team is, is very, very difficult. And I think once you get a jersey, you, you have to show what you can do, which I, I, I think a lot, a lot of the, the fringe players will, our so-called fringe players who, who could, who could become mainstays over the next while if they, if they, if they play well. But I think, look, John Colley's in a very, very fortunate position that he's, uh, He's tweaking his team for 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 further on the field than than than, than a league, in my opinion. Do you see similarities here between this Limerick team and the Great Kilkenny team? Yeah, uh, as I said, there you knew, I suppose, when Kilkenny were playing in that period that uh, if they showed up, they'd win the match, and that's the feeling I have with Limerick at the moment, as regards if Limerick play. And Limerick know that as regards if if those guys play they'll win the match and that's a that that, that that's a great position to be in. Uh, yes, there were soccer punched in the semi final two years ago against Kilkenny. Or, yeah, so it's uh, it can happen and, and 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 it does happen. But at the same time, I think uh, yeah, there's massive similarities there. Uh, the quality of the players, the quality of the guys involved. Uh, the quality of the way they play and I suppose ultimately Kilkenny were playing at that time they were playing a long ball game which other other teams couldn't cope with uh, because they had six or seven lads that could that, that, that could slot into the top front, uh, the front six positions and, and win ball all day uh, that was a, a big differentiator with Tommy Welsh and, and JJ Delaney probably two of the greatest halfbacks of all time or players of all time playing and five at seven they were delivering more ball I, I often thought of that I, I'd love to do a study on how, how much ball they actually hit uh, in that period of time where, where the Kilkenny forwards actually getting more ball uh, with the quality that they had. So I think, yeah, there's, there's massive similarities there. Uh, Limerick have won three out of four now. Uh, I wouldn't be betting against them uh, for the next year or two anyway. And just even uh, touching back on Wexford, um, the change of system is going to be interesting, but for me... In the past, and maybe since that Tipperary game, they have struggled with finding a free taker. Yeah, uh, I think it's 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 obviously a massive part of of of, of modern play. Now, if you get a, a ball within 60, 70 yards, you have to score. Uh, they seem to miss uh, an awful lot in the last while, and Lee is a very good striker. The ball, uh, 
but they, they probably need a, a 10 hour 10 man to and again for, to make a breakthrough and that's the uh, as it was a, a big piece a big piece in all this when you're trying to do something that hasn't been done before so most of the other teams at the moment you're talking cork you're talking wexford you're talking uh kenny have money all ireland in, in six or seven years like you have to have a guy that, that nails everything and uh the, the like limerick are, are are not going to miss so uh I think it's a it's a, it's a really really big part of of of, of Wexford's play, and uh, it will. It, uh, I wonder who will take the freeze from from here on in because they they they, they do need a ten out of ten man on those. It'll surely be Potty Foley from distance, anyway, as you'd imagine. But they're obviously not going to bring him up. Um, yeah. So is it even back to Paul Morris or someone? Yeah, and uh, does Paul Morris fit into I suppose a, a six forward line as regards? Uh, so yeah, no, it'll be. I suppose it, it'll it'll depend who's who's uh, who's getting the jersey and are they getting the jerseys up front to, to to see who's hitting the freeze. But they certainly need somebody that's going to be hitting. Uh, I suppose a hundred percent most of the time. Wexford Limerick here. Um, you would predict it to be tight, just Wexford Park um, and everything. But still, you're just looking at Limerick getting a victory here. I take it. Yes, definitely. But again, I just. I love Wexford Park. I love going down there to matches. There's a huge, uh, there's a huge appetite for 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 work. And I think if if Wexford show up uh, with that appetite, uh, with the new way of, of of playing, essentially for the last couple of years, I think the crowd will get behind them. But it has to click in some shape or form for to give the crowd something to cheer. And I think that's a uh, yeah. But I think look, I I, I couldn't back against Limerick. But uh, as I said to you, Wexford are a special crowd, and I think you know on their day they could do something. Wexford or Limerick to win, in my opinion. The final game here, going off the uh, two p.m. They've written the Walsh Cup earlier on the year. Two clubmates coming up against each other on the sideline. Has it ever happened to you um, in your management career? Uh, no, uh, uh, never. But uh, yeah, Junior Mac at, at, at inter-county level, it's so unusual, isn't it? As, as regards and, and with the two counties involved with Galway and Offaly, you'd never think it would happen with, with, with two guys in Ballyhale. So that's an achievement in itself for, for, for the two individuals there. I think, again, you'd have to fancy Galway in this match. Uh, Offaly... You know, the, even in, in in that Walsh Cup match, uh, you know, play, 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 played okay, but it was against a, a relatively second string uh, Galway team in balance low. So I think, look, Galway, Galway will win the match. Uh, it's a case of by how much, in my opinion, and uh, it'll be, I suppose, Henry trying to find players to to to, to build in. Galway are a team probably that need to to start playing well now because like like that they fell off a cliff last year. They need to get back up on uh, on the horse and and building the momentum they had built in the league last year and continue that in the championship this year. Awfully, you're in the toughest group of Division One A, Division One B. It reminds you to Westmead last year. Things were tough at the start, but to lose. Oshin Kelly with Crucey has made things a lot tougher for Michael Finley. I think so. Yeah, look, Ocean Kelly's a fine player, and uh, you need again when you're when you're trying to when you're trying to come up a level, or you're trying to make a breakthrough, you're trying to, to beat a team that, that 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 people are saying is better than you. you. Need everything to go for you, and you need everybody. And I think uh, with him missing is a is a is a, is a big blow. Uh, I suppose what they'll be looking for this year is to to try and stabilize, to try and get a good a few good performances into this, and. Uh, and then, I suppose, see, 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 see where it takes it from there. But I don't think they'll have any aspirations to to, to, to do anything, only with it, be competitive and uh, find a few players. 
Henry Shefflin and Galway is obviously uh, fascinating this year. A lot of people talk about Galway being in transition. It's nearly what we hear a lot of the time when new managers come in. With the quality Galway have, do you think it's too much for people to be expecting success for Galway this year straight away with a new management? No, I, I don't think so. I think like you know, and I suppose as as, as hurling people, uh, the expectation is every you know for, like you know being a tip man. Yeah, I, I want tip to win the All Ireland. Or the expectation is there with Tipperary supporters to to do something every year. Similarly to Galway and and, and other counties as well. I think winning four minor All Irelands in a row, people are kind of going okay. Where where are these players now? We need to see some of them. Uh, the only way those players will bet in is if they're given an opportunity to play, if they're being developed. And I, I'm sure Henry is, is is honing a a way of playing at the moment as well as everything else that that, that goes into the development of players. But they need to find, a, I suppose, a, a clear a clear Galway way of of playing under Henry. And I think uh, that's what they'll be working towards. They'll be working towards f- f- filling the filling the positions. And uh, I think again, it, it, it's an exciting time for Galway hurling supporters as regards having won four, again four minor All-Irelands in, in the last five years that th- there should be a, a, a talent bubbling there it's a case of I suppose picking the the right players with the right capabilities to to, to do something but the transition piece doesn't wash in in, 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 in hurling counties with a lot of people because uh, the expectation and again uh, I suppose I've been saying Limerick are, are a little bit ahead of everyone they are but we all are we all think we can we, we can do something on a given day and I think uh, in Galway it's no different and, and they're hungry for success like one All Ireland since 1988 was it? Like it's 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 very scant return for the for the for the talent that's in Galway over the last 30 years. The full back line in particular is an interesting one. Um, we've seen the performances Fintenberg gave. Uh, Dahlberg's obviously been there. With the way teams are going, nearly two inside, and that you see maybe a corner forward drop out a bit deeper or come out around the middle. Could Henry Shefflin possibly be looking at Fintenberg and Dahlberg being that two to make the two forwards inside? I'd say definitely. Yeah, I think uh, both are well capable of 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 playing in in, in summertime hurling. Uh, the biggest thing, I suppose, with Fintenberg, he was so impressive. Uh, I suppose, bar the last play against Ballyhale, where you know he he did probably did the right thing and 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 and, and fouled the player, but at the same time. Again, like again, Thurlison this time of the year is is a far different cry from Crow Park in three or four months' time, or even now. It's a it's it's a different place to play. So, I think it it, it will be uh yeah to be a big challenge to to find two. But I think it's definitely a two you need in there as regards you need two fast athletic players that are capable of of uh, of of you know, stopping controlling of uh, forwards coming through. But you also need I suppose the balls that are coming in, and I suppose we, we looked at a lot. Or I looked at a lot in the last two years of how Limerick play and how they set up with the two guys and on. On, on both sides of the square and one going one way one going the other and, and the ball coming when the guys want it as opposed to years ago down top of their head with, with snow on it so it's a uh, it's a different sport now in the full back line you need two guys as I said that are, that are athletically able to compete uh, but also you need the guys working out the field and, that, and that's and that's where the system piece comes in that you're not in a situation where uh, boys, are, boys are playing the perfect ball into the forwards because you're at a thing called nothing then like you know Galway up front as well Brian Gacannon and Conor Whelan have caught the headlines now for the last two years and Evan Island will be there and they're three guaranteed forwards but then you nearly stay looking at the rest of the forwards like there's positions up for grabs there. 
there is some like uh, and even I suppose with with the aforementioned players that that, that are there, like they're all very very skillful. I suppose Connor Connor Whelan is the is the exception. He's he's so strong and so powerful, yet so again skillful as well. So yeah, you'd imagine that they would have th- you know there'd be three or four guys there that have positions nailed. But I'm sure, we'll say with new management, that Henry is looking high and high and low to to to, to fill the other slots in, in, in. I suppose in in his personality, and every manager is looking for someone that you know they trust, which is which which is a really really big piece. As regards in all this, I'm sure the, the, you know the, the, there's plenty of hurlers in Galway that that, that that want to play in these positions. And as I said with four mile all Ireland, you'd imagine the talent is there. So it will be, I suppose, Henry identifying what he wants, uh, how it would can, can suit the way he wants to play. But ultimately, players that that he can trust because look, he's putting his head on the block here, managing Galway this year, and I think. Uh, It'll be, it'll be fellas that uh, like like himself when he was playing and Coley trusted him as was as, as his major lieutenant. He's looking for guys to to fill the that hit that slot in his team now. Can David Brick still offer a role um, at midfield? I don't know. Uh, it's yeah, sure. Look, he, again, we we know how how good a player he is. It's uh it's trying to, I suppose, build his confidence that that if if that's what that that's what Henry Henry decides, uh, yeah, look, he's a really really good hurler. His hands are so good that I I'd have him in my team. But again, that's uh, that's uh, looking in from afar and it's not knowing what's what, what's actually happening there. But he's uh, I think his hands are so good that uh, yeah, you, you you'd find a place for someone like him. A goal in nearly looking at this league to find players and be competitive. At the same time, like even after the Watch Cup when they were beating heavily to Dublin, like <laughs> there's question marks straight away. And Henry Sheffield's obviously coming in as manager, but I know from even being from Galway, like it's it is a big job in Ireland, and criticism will come straight away, even if it's only a result or two not going the right way. Well, hundred percent. Like it's it's the nature of us all, isn't it? Like as regards that we're all so, you know, we want our crowd to be to 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 be the to be the best and expect them to be the best. And 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 then when something happens like that, there's a there the, after one or two matches in charge, you're kind of going, what's happening here? Uh so I think yes, I think there it's 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 a mixture of both. But at the same time, I I do think Galway yes they need to need to need to find a a way of playing, but they also need to build some momentum. I think with some with some of the matches you said there. uh this should be this weekend should be should be one for them to, to get points on the board that'll that'll maybe take some of the pressure off and again it won't take it won't take you know the pressure we're talking about with within hurling counties particularly in Galway and everybody craving success but I too think uh, yeah uh, if <laughs> you know one or two bad results and and and, and the pressure is on and and it's 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 very difficult to, to try new things then and, and find new ways of playing when when you need to be winning matches. Just on Offaly, it's it's going to be very hard for them to stay up. But do you think being in a group like this does actually stand to them? I think, look, irrespective of, of what happens with the results, I think yes, because Offaly, again, a very, very proud hurling county uh, who've gone through an awful lot of, uh, I suppose, pain in the last couple of years. Uh, they need to be playing at the highest level, and and and, and uh, I think, uh, irrespective of like, you, you just cannot have a situation where there's a yo-yo of teams up and down between the, particularly would say with the Offleys, the Carlos, the the Westmeads, the Kerrys, like they're all, you know, they're like they're, they're they're all proud hurling places, and I think to, to to get better, you have to be playing better teams, and until that happens, uh, 
yeah, they, they, their focus will be on, I suppose, performance as opposed to results and, and, and seeing how, how long they can live in these matches uh, with the with the top counties and then taking it away and uh, br- breaking it down as regards to, to, to find a, a way of playing that, that allows them to stay in matches for as long as they can. Sure, like that's a good point you make about the yo-yo teams and if you're looking at 1A and 1B, 1A, 1, 1A you're nearly thinking awfully, 1B you think a battle between Leash and Antrim but maybe possibly Antrim going down. That still gives me the indication that there's going to be a yo-yo of teams and would it not be better for an age and an age even and we see more of these teams and even the likes of a Westmead or a Kerry competing against an Antrim or an Offaly that will stand to them because there will be a positive result in there for one of those teams then. I think so. I, I think, look, with the, it's, it's, teams need to be playing against the, the, the top opposition. If you're playing a team at the level below that, that's, that, that's where you'll stay and that's where your opponent will stay. So it's, uh, I think it's vital for the development of, of, of these teams to, to really, I suppose, to, to play at the highest level as much as possible to, 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 to be able to blood their players because, look, it's, 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 again, it's a far cry between the, 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 the gap between the top and the bottom is, or the top of, or the, the top division and and, and and the second division are of teams is 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 massive with I suppose different variations within within both of those. But I think for 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 the Antrims, the Carries, the Westmeads, the, the Leashes, the Offleys, I think it's it's imperative that they that they are. And I, I prefer uh, uh, you know to to to, uh, to 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 have them in, in involved and and have them in a system where, where where they can play for two or three years and then see where they're at. Yeah, no, that that will be fascinating. Um. On to 1B, your own county tip coming up against Leash. It probably nearly feels different for you now looking at a tip team without Brendan and Paulie Mayer um, and Bubbles. It's indicated now he will be part of the panel, but he's injured for the foreseeable future anyways. Yeah, look, sure. We we need bubbles as regards. He's 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 his hands are so good. He's such a talented player. Uh, I suppose his biggest thing is just to make sure that his fitness is at the at the level required to play the modern game, and that's that's where he's. Uh, I think he's an injury at the moment, so he needs to get that cleared up before before he can. I suppose show 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 us what he can do. But yeah, it's 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 very different, isn't it? As regards when you look at a team without Brendan, a team without Paddy, who have been unbelievable servants uh, since I think it was '09 uh, in that league final. Uh, so yeah, no, it's it's it, it will be interesting, but it, it gives, I suppose, it gives other players the opportunity to step in, and and that's the like Paddy's after leaving the jersey in a much better place than when he when he found it himself, and it's up to the next guy now to come in and go, okay, I I I want his jersey, and uh, and and stand up and 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 be able to do it. Who are these players to come in? That's the I suppose that's the that's the that's the million million dollar question at the moment. Uh, like I suppose what happened in, in Kerry in the Munster League a few weeks ago was a, was a, it sent a fair shock around the places regards that uh, albeit COVID hit both squads and yeah, it's only a, a pre-season tournament. But again, the first time Tipperary were ever beaten in a in a in a in a, in a, in a senior match by Kerry sent shockwaves around the around the county. So I think. Uh, yeah, it's again. I haven't been close to it in the last couple of weeks. You'd imagine John Brian McGrath would be, in my opinion, one of the guys to step up in a really, really good county championship in the halfback line for Lockmore. He's a he's a he's a very tall, athletic, good hurler, and deceptively. 
quicker than, than than people make out. So I I think yeah he 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 could be certainly one. I always like John Maher. Uh, again, it's uh, I probably struggle with the fact that he's what 27, 28 uh, at this stage and 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 hasn't really broken through as an intercounty hurler. I think he's a, he's a really top class player. Again, Lockmore with with the season he had both hurling and football. He's played intercounty football at full back for 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 Jibberary. Uh So again, possibly he 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 could be he could be one. Uh, I think yeah, it, Owen Connolly has been has been around the, the the panel for 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 the last year or two as well. Uh, Brian Amara has gone away this year from the Holy Cross, so he he would have been one I would have definitely said to, that, that 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 could fill fill a fill a back six position. Uh, Niall Amara is travelling as well, so I, I would have always liked to see him to see how he would go. And I think he played wing back in a in an intermediate final against Kilkenny there a couple of years ago inside Nolan Park. It was about 2014, I think it was, and he was excellent. So I think. Uh, Look, he'll definitely be missed as well. So I think, uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. I'm looking forward to actually seeing the team when it's announced to see who's who's shaping up or who's who's not, and uh, uh, to see what. Uh, who, who who potentially could could fill these roles? But again, with Ronan around the team, Michael Breen, you know, you, you, we we still have a, a have a fair bit of quality, and it's a case of just uh, trying to trying to trying to trying to fit fit the new guys in around uh, established players, and and you wouldn't know where to go. With Ronan gone now, do you think he's going to be sitting at fullback or centre Don't know. Uh, it will be again. It goes back to what we were saying there. Like, is the guards is is Ronan your man in a two man full back line? I don't know. He's a he's such a brilliant striker. The ball. He's he's so dominant under the ball. And I know again the game has changed. That you know there's a limited amount of balls that are poked down top of a centre back's head now. So it's. Uh, yeah, I I I I prefer him at six, but uh, it's uh, it's interesting to see like will it be Cahill Barrett on uh, in that role as a guards number number two. Uh, yeah, look, I, I again, I I suppose I'm as interested as you are as regards to to find the 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 team when it is announced and and, and to see how they shape. But I think most interesting, I'm 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 kind of interested in how the how we set up, how we have we learned, I suppose from. The last couple of years, where you know we showed flashes in the Munster final last year up to halftime, we looked like, yeah, this is going to happen, and it, and it didn't. Limerick just kept kept doing what they do, and and ultimately ultimately steamrolls in the second half. So I think it will be, uh, it'll be, yeah, it's it's it, it, it's a big season for us because uh, Watford have probably gone ahead of us, Cork potentially have gone ahead of us, uh, Galway are you know potentially on their day could could open up, Kilkenny are always there as well. So it's uh it's it's a big year for Jibrary to 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 bed in new players while as we discussed already in the Galway situation the pressure's on to deliver results and that's uh that's a big thing with Tipperary players. And even if you are looking at the forward line, well, you're definitely looking at Jason Ford, John McGrath, Jake Morris, Jamie Callan, Mark Hill even to break in this year. And then that sixth position. Bonner Mary back playing with DIT. Um, it's a testament to Bonner with the injuries he's picked up and everything. And it has been said when Bonner's going well, Tip's going well. At his age, is it more of an introduction role now or can he still cement a spot in the forward unit? Possibly. Uh... Possibly introduction, but again, Bonner is is so fit and so athletically strong. He's so conditioned that I know he'll want to be playing. So I think uh, it's a case of, of of finding that 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 place for him that 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 suits him. Uh, again, testament to 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 to, to the guy. 
uh, and the injuries that he's after after going through as well. So, yeah, look, it'll be uh, again the most exciting thing, or the most I suppose thing that, that, that I'm looking to see to see who fills these positions. Uh, is there a, is there anyone to, to put their their hand up? Is Connor Bow the the Mind Temple Two E player that uh, I suppose was so much talked about three years ago? Uh, who hasn't you know I suppose hasn't been hasn't been given the the opportunity? He was on the Tip Football panel last year. Uh, is he is he ready to step up? Like like I hope so, and uh, it'll be it'll be it'll be exciting to to, to see guys uh, that, that 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 come in and potentially do a job for us. Leash their opponents this weekend. Um, it's fair to say Cheddar Plunkett was unlucky with injuries last year. I'm not sure now will he have Mark Kavanagh back. But with Leash, um, the Klopp and the players weren't let off for too long. I heard, I heard a week after that uh, Leinster final defeat, they were straight back in with Leash. Yeah, I actually I saw him there in Calendar a few weeks ago against Kilkenny, and they had nearly everybody as regards uh, back. Albeit, I think Willie Dunphy came off the bench and uh, and, and a few of the other the clock players, but uh, yeah, they, they nearly had everyone. Look, it's it's it, it's it's a really big game for for for, for Leash to to be as competitive as they can be. Uh, I think it will. Uh, they're you know they're a very very honest team. Uh, Ender Roland was was brilliant that particular day as regards when we played. So he, he scored or against Kilkenny there a couple of weeks ago, he scored three points from freeze. So I think. Uh, yeah, they'll be they'll be targeting this match. To, I suppose after what happened Tipperary against Kerry a couple of weeks ago, and with the uncertainty of I suppose just Tip, we, we don't know what where we are at the moment. So uh, I'm hoping we come with a performance, but I'm sure Lee should be coming coming the other way. Going okay, if we can if we can match the intensity, uh, slower pitch in in Port Leash, uh, we could potentially do something here, and I I think it'll be a it could be fireworks because uh, no they 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 they'll fancy a crack off this and. Uh, this is their match, I suppose, ultimately, that they want to target. And with Westmead um, competing now in the Leinster Championship, Leash have got that extra year. And they'll feel like even from that Dublin game, it's a few years ago now, it, it, it's time to push on for them. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, with... Uh... Yeah, like yeah, definitely. I, I, I like they, they had a. I suppose that they they had their their fantastic summer three years or two. It was three years ago in uh, it was twenty nineteen. Yeah, it was twenty nineteen. So, uh, yeah, they had a poor year the following year, and then Cheddar came in last year. So, like they they, yeah, it's like it's it's they they just need to get a performance, and I think no better man than than Cheddar to 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 rally the troops. Uh, very passionate leash man, and uh, it will be a. Uh, yeah, it'll be a, it'll be. I think it'll be a very good game on on. on is it, I think it's Saturday evening, yeah. and uh, I think uh, yeah, it's one which I'll, I'll be certainly tuning into or going to, and uh, I think uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be it'll be interesting. Tip to get off to a good start here under Colin Bonner. Uh, yeah, I couldn't uh, I couldn't say anything else, but uh, I think yeah, no, I I think tip. But it might be as but it might be as clear cut as uh, as as potentially it would it would have been the last year. I, I think it'll be uh, there's a there's a lot of questions marks on tip at the moment, and uh, I hope we come up with the answers. The next game in Division One B, uh, Kilkenny versus Antrim, one o'clock on Sunday. Antrim, the story of the league last year. Kilkenny without the Ballyhale lads. Um, you're thinking in one way Kilkenny should have enough, but 
if you take the Ballyhale lads out of it, they don't look the same outfit, and it's to be expected when you take out that quality. Yeah, no, it's it's uh, definitely. I, I suppose the one the one I suppose insight I'd have is I went to that match in Callan with with uh, Leash and Kilkenny there about three weeks ago, and Kilkenny had a whole new team. Like there was, I think David Blanchfield from Minnesbridge was the only one that was on the panel last year that played. So. They, and then they went down with a completely new team to, to Welsh or to Wexford Park the week after and, and played out a, a high scoring draw. But I, yeah, I, I think it, it mightn't be as clear cut as, you know, Antrim had a, had a very good performance against them last year in Nolan Park in the league. And uh, I think Darren Leeson will have the Antrim lads again targeting this result without the Ballyhill lads, as he said. Uh, but again, that's the the nature of, of of I suppose of Kilkenny and the Tiberias and the Corks and the Galway. The expectation is always there that you should be winning these matches, and I think uh, it will be interesting again the team they pick. Uh, there doesn't seem to be many new players that, that 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 have come through in the last I suppose year or two, and uh, I think uh, I still fancy Kilkenny to do it. In fairness, is there any players you've seen in the club championship managing that you think? can maybe break on or be on the fringes this year for Kilkenny? I think most of them are in there, in fairness. Uh, it, it's, it's again, with Ballyhale being not so dominant within the championship, but ultimately winning the championship, I think uh, there there's not, you know, the, the, even that day in Callan looking at, uh, at, at players, and, and, and again, a lot of them were, were playing, you know, on their club form and uh, getting an opportunity, but physically probably not at the level of other you know, the, the established players, even I was walking out from the match and there was five or six of the Kenny team that uh, that had trained that morning that, uh, you know, and physically there were, you know, there were there were very athletic uh, young men and there was there was a big difference between the guys that were walking out the gate and the guys that were playing for Kenny on the day. So I think, uh, yeah, to answer your question, uh, Bergen from from uh, Connie was playing for DCU tonight, looked, you know, looked okay. Uh, again, it'd be interesting to see the, 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 the team they pick and, uh I still think they'll have they'll they'll have too much for Antrim. Fascinating for people over the winter when you look at Kilkenny and maybe the players push it on, and they were really only coming on from the bench last year. Your Connor Fogarty's, Killian Buckley's, Walter Walsh, Richie Hogan, all back for another year. Yeah, it's it's. Uh... It's interesting, isn't it, as regards that there seems to be a kind of a, a narrative out there at the moment when players go past 31 or 2 that yeah, the time is up to for, for inter-county. But guys uh, are conditioned probably better than ever before. You'd imagine that, you know, without, without them getting injuries that, they, that, that, they'd, that they'd, they'd stay going. And, and even two or three of the, the guys that you mentioned there, Richie Hogan's probably suffering a lot of back injuries over the years. Uh, Killian Buckley has a, lot, has a lot of knee issues over the years. Uh, Walter Welsh has been injured, I suppose, on and off for the last couple of years as well. So it's, uh, it's testament to these guys that they're, they're in the condition to, to, that they want to, they want to go again. Uh, they certainly have something to offer, in my opinion. And, uh, I think, uh, yeah, it'll be. It, 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 I suppose the, the the biggest thing for for all of those uh, for for those four guys to see are the and Brian Cody's plans because ultimately, if they're not, uh, they'll be you know they'll either be sitting on the bench for the year or they'll, or they'll be getting out of dodge themselves. People are nearly looking at this Kilkenny team with a different kind of perspective. Maybe that they're not quite there. They've got to the last two semi-finals. They've won the last two Leinster titles. If, if you look at that, it's not bad, but I, it's just that standard people maybe expect outside Kilkenny and within Kilkenny. 
Yeah, it's 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 very interesting living down here as a as a, as a foreigner. Uh, that the the expectation is similar to as, as as we said before as regards, but like they were winning all Ireland's. Those kids growing up in Kilkenny that were that were seeing teams going to all Ireland's or winning all Ireland's every year, and that became the norm. And now it's not. So I think there's a, a kind of a shock, and there's a there's a there's a lot of uh, introspective looking at themselves to see what they can do. I don't know how they moved their game on to to where. Uh, the other teams have have moved in the last couple of years. I think uh, they're still primarily playing a traditional type game with little variations. I think that even there against uh, against Cork this year uh, in the in the in the semi final, which they ultimately were beaten in, they were trying to move the ball shorter. They were using the ball a good bit better. There was less kind of 70, 80, 90 yard balls going into the full forward line, uh, which again I think some of the research shows that three out of ten balls are lost in that situation. So again, you're not going to win matches by by giving away you know seven out of ten balls, so I think uh, they need to probably change their game. They need to have a, a, I suppose, create a new identity around how they play. And again, that's that 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 goes for a lot of the counties trying to trying to close the gap on Limerick. For Antrim as well, it's not great to be in the Leinster Championship, but they're in the Joe McDonald Cup, and the winner and the loser of the Joe McDonald Cup play third from Leinster and Munster. So. This league can be hugely valuable to them because possibly could be meeting any of these sides or side from 1A um, in that, say, preliminary quarterfinal. Yeah, it's, it's uh, again going back to the point that we made already. To be playing matches at this level, they, 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 but they have something to play for ultimately here. They, they, they can, you know, they, they, they produce a good league and uh, build themselves up for for that Joe McDonough. I think they're they're, they're in a win win situation here as regards play these matches and and the results. Yeah, they're, they're look, they're not that important to them. They want they want to build momentum. They want to find players. They want to, I suppose, iron out any creases that are in their system. And uh, with the knowledge of getting to a Joe McDonough final, will get them into play the, the third or fourth place team and in. in in the Leinster Championship, so I think, uh, yeah, Darren Leeson will have them them primed to 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 go again for another year. There seems to be a lot of vibrancy and a lot of momentum in Antrim hurling at the moment. So uh, long may it continue, and I think uh, they they need to seize the opportunity here now. Will they fancy themselves slightly this weekend? Uh, I don't think they can, as regards, like uh, you know, and uh, and that's that's that, that that that's in the greatest of respect to Antrim. I think they're going playing Kilkenny. I think they, they they'll they'll respect Kilkenny. But uh, yeah, look, they, they they might fancy themselves as regards to to do something if they if they show up with everything they have, and uh, that's what they'd be aiming for. Again, the control the controllables around themselves, the way they play. Uh, Kilkenny has said our traditional team. They probably don't like playing against a seven or an eight at the back and and, and working balls through. And I think that's what probably what, what Antrim will, will will go do and try to make Kilkenny as uncomfortable as possible. So, uh, look, Kilkenny to win, but uh, I think Antrim on their day could potentially uh, get closer than people think. Yeah, that'll be a fascinating encounter. The final game in one B. Dublin versus Waterford, 3.45 on Sunday in Parnell Park. Fair to say the game of the weekend here. I'd say so, yeah. No, when you said it there, I was even getting excited thinking about it. They're uh, Dublin coming off the back of the Welsh Cup and Waterford with the momentum they've built over two years. I think, uh, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's, it's a fascinating game. And I think uh, both teams will be looking for uh, a performance, albeit again, I'll go back to the Parnell Park thing as regards that you know it's 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 a it's a, it's a, it's a it's a really tight ground. It's uh, probably a little more wintry than than what Dublin were used to playing in Crow Park last week. Uh, so I think that could slow things down a little bit. Uh, 
but yeah, it'll be it'll be a fascinating contest. Look, Waterford have brought a huge energy to what they do with Liam uh, in the last couple of years. The way they play has, I suppose, reignited Waterford's not 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 passion in the game, but they they, they kind of they were playing you know a, a little less expansive in the in the in the years before, and I think uh, there seems to be a vibrancy around what they're doing and an energy, and it will. Uh, you know, Watford will 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 really go to Parnell Park now, trying to trying trying to get a win and try to lay down a marker. And on the other side of that, you look at the the the, the Dublin performance. And again, we mentioned them a couple of weeks ago here. Dublin are a really really good team. They're they're four or five years into a conditioning program. It's 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 a lot of the the same guys involved. They just need to to, to find that flow. Uh, that suits them as opposed to playing seven guys at the back or eight guys at the back for the sake of doing something that they need to, I suppose, create that flow through a fluidity of movement that uh, that probably that has hampered them. And they've they've been a little bit restrictive, in my opinion, in the last two, three or four years. And they just need to move away from that and, I suppose, use the resources and the, and the capabilities that they have because uh, there's a lot of really good players in Dublin. When I look at this Dublin team myself, um, it's early in the year. So I don't want to read too much into it. The last day, for instance, Ronan Hayes and Eamon Dillon only came on. You would expect Ronan Hayes definitely to be on the team and Eamon Dillon making that impact of starting. Liam Rush hasn't played the Walsh Cup yet, so I'm not sure what the story with him is, but it looks like a more stable team compared to last year straight away for me. Yeah, I, I really like it. I suppose watching the two Currys playing for Nafina and the championship over the last couple of years, you know, two really fast athletic guys that are able to play. They will test players of of, of any capability in, in in the big grounds. Yeah, I like Eamon Dillon, uh, Danny Sutcliffe. We haven't mentioned top player, uh, Liam Rush. Wherever they play him, will it be centre-back? Will it be centre-forward? I suppose he's still capable of, of doing a significant job. We haven't mentioned Donald Burke, who's probably one of the finest strikers of the ball that, that I've seen recently as regards. He's so smooth at, uh, at, at at striking the ball and uh, yeah so it's it's it really is uh, you know it's, it's an exciting time for, for 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 Dublin hurling in my opinion they probably need to to, to find uh, to, to get all those guys fit and playing I suppose with that freedom as opposed to to, to, to anything else and uh, I'm not sure where Mark Shute is at the moment or Mark is, a, is, is, is another top forward and uh, and uh, yeah, it's 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 exciting times, but they have a lot of pace as well. They have a lot of lot, lot, lot of power up front, and uh, it will be really uh, exciting if they can if they can find the fluidity to, to to move their game forward. A big league here could be huge for Dublin because if we talked about momentum, but if Dublin Hurling can get a bit of momentum going this year, it'd be massive. Yeah, and. You look at it last year, you know, a really big performance against Galway in the semi-final, going into a Leinster final and then they have five COVID cases that night or whatever, or that day or whatever it was. It completely derailed everything they were doing and we were talking about Kilkenny winning back-to-back Leinsters and that being, I suppose, not a significant achievement for them, but like they probably wouldn't have done that if Dublin had to come with everything, but the momentum they created after beating Galway, I think Dublin were, in my opinion, favourites to to win that Leinster final last year, but as it, it didn't turn out that. They, they, they played on O'Donnell as well, uh, who got injured after ten or fifteen minutes? They had to play him because they, I think they were after losing Keno Callahan and, and and another one of their, their full backlands. So they had to take the chance on O'Donnell, and still were only beaten a couple of points after going after going be, behind in a significant way in the first half. So I think uh, I look I, I I like Dublin. Uh, 
as 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 a team, I think they're they they have some I suppose quality players, and again, it goes back to a lot of the work of their system has been created over the last ten years. They've had a decent minor team every year for ten years, and that's that produces players, and and you can see some of them coming through now in the in the Donald Burks and the Curries and and, and players like that. So uh, again, on the other side of all that, Waterford have huge momentum, and uh, from the from, from I suppose the the way Liam plays the game, uh, the level of movement, the level of uh, of conditioning required, the level of pace that he brings to to to, to a team, and the, and, the, and the and the amount of energy that he ha- he has created, uh, I think yeah, yeah it should be a, it's the game of the weekend as you said at the start. And Waterford is a real feel good factor uh, this year. Port Mahoney back, uh, Ty Burke back. Obviously, won't have the Bally Gunner lads, so you're maybe looking at Peter Hogan, Port Mahoney, and Desi Hutchison. They're, they've been the players that have been involved. In the past, I'm not sure what the Berka's fitness is at yet, but as you said, that feel good factor and momentum is will be with Waterford as well. Yeah, and, and it's not a fantastic position to be going into the first round of the league with that level of momentum behind the the team, with those players to come back in uh, after potentially the you know trilling all Ireland in, in two weeks' time. So I think uh yeah Waterford Hurling seems to be in a in a great place at the moment and uh there seems to be a real excitement and energy about it and I think going to Parnell Park on, on, on Sunday will be the start of that. They're looking to I suppose to find a couple of players here now for the Munster Championship. They need you know they need the Mikey Kiley to come through. They need uh Daly to, to step back into the into a full back or centre back position. They need Tyke DeBorka to come in. Like they, you know they're their players are there. They just they, they need them to, to make that step, and I'm sure uh, they've no left no stone unturned in their in their preparation to, to get them there. But they need two or three players of that capability to to come in to to step up and move their game to the next level. Last year they were kind of stuck for six because when your option goes, for your maybe two options for six. Early Daly goes out with injury. Tyler yeah. goes out with injury. Liam Cal was kind of left with no option to put someone back there. He put Shane Bennett back there. He looked comfortable at stages, but you imagine he's going to push Shane Bennett now back up into the forwards. Yeah, and, and I always liked Shane Bennett as a, and he played a lot of underage on the half back line. Uh, and some of my Watford sources would tell me that uh, they want to see him at number five. So, like, uh, imagine the excitement around that. Something like uh, uh, Shane Bennett, Irda Daly, Tyke DeBurk, or Tyke DeBurk in the middle of the year. Like, you know, you're, you're talking, you're talking real quality then, and, and excitement, and and guys able to guys able to to, to really uh, to to go at it. And we haven't mentioned, uh, you know, Callum Lyons or someone in, in, who has been outstanding there for the last couple of years. So it's. Uh, you know, it's 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 exciting times for 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 Waterford if they can get their players back, which I'm sure uh, they're doing everything to, to 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 get them right for not just the league, but I, I think you know the championship is the big one for that. The first round of the championship this year, Tip and Limerick or Tip and Cor or Tip and Waterford in Welsh Park. That's I'd say that's the date that that Liam is looking to with his crew to 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 send out another message and to 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 drive uh, forward for what they've been doing over the last two years. If you're to pick a winner in this one, who are you looking at? Uh, I'll go with a draw. Uh, this one, uh, it's I, I genuinely think uh, with the momentum that uh, that Dublin have created against Wa- or Wexford last weekend in Crow Park, I think the pitch will be a bit slower as in Parnell Park. I think Watford will bring everything, and I think uh, I think it's too tight to call uh, in 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 
Dublin traditionally in Parnell Park are, are very very strong as well in the first round of the league I was at a few league matches there going back I think it was 11-12-13 with Tipperary played their first league matches there and Tipperary, or Tipperary were beaten 10 points and, on two occasions there so uh you know, I, I, it mean it means nothing, but uh, at the same time, Dublin, you know, are, are once their dander is up in Parnell Park, uh, are very difficult to beat. So I go for a draw. Just to put uh, one or two questions for the league to you before we finish up uh, the previous show for this evening. Um, if you are to pick a dark horse to win this league, um, who do you think it could be? Uh... I think Waterford. I think Waterford. If 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 they get their players on the on, on the field, I don't think they have to. I think it could be a real dark horse situation as regards that, you know, the, the, they're 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 playing in a in, in in a very free, expressive manner at the moment. They're uh, they're uh, imagine again if they if they get three or four of those Ballygunner players back uh, mid league, uh, thing is going well. Uh, so yeah, I think I think Waterford are are, are really well positioned. But again, uh, Dublin. Again, if if they can keep this momentum going, are are also a dark horse for the league. But uh, yeah, that could be completely uh, wrong in a couple of weeks' time. But uh, I'd say Waterford at the moment. And one player to watch throughout this league. Uh, I I suppose I, I I'm a real fan of. Uh, Brian McGrath. I just think he's a really good player. I just hope he gets a I hope he gets a goal with uh, with Tipperary. Uh, just, I suppose he was man of the match in the other under twenty final. There was it four years ago at this stage. Uh, hasn't come through yet. Uh, I suppose COVID has, has has had impacts on everybody. But I, I'd love to see him get a sustained run within the Tiberi team and uh, yeah, give it give it a, give, give it a right go and and go about filling the, the massive hole that Paddy Mars has left in our half back line. But ultimately, we have to move forward now, and that you know that's a gaping hole in our defence at the moment. And I think uh, potentially Brian McGrath could, could could be the man there. Be fascinating to see can Brian make the breakthrough this year. That's all on our uh, previous show of round one of the National Hurling League. Uh, I'm sure we're all looking forward to the action this weekend. But Willie Mayor, uh, thanks a million for your time.